0: hi everyone today is a good day you want to know why i know today is a good day today is a good day because your favorite podcast is back welcome to season four of talk to me toast if you missed me know that i missed you more and listen this season is about to be our best one yet why because we have video let's just start from there we have video for my spotify folks you cannot watch me i'm giving you the energy hey 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 and the episodes are going to be on youtube as well for anyone who isn't on spotify but yeah this season this season is about to be lit we are bringing guests back you know some people that you've heard of before maybe some people you've never heard of it's about to be lituation. I'm I'm very excited. There's a lot of new things going on in the toast ecosystem, and I really just want to bring you guys along for the journey. If you know, you know that this podcast, out of everything I've done on the internet, this podcast is the one. I love. I just love being here. I've talked to you guys about this before. Like coming here, talking to you guys, hearing the sound of my voice. I don't know. My voice sometimes gives me a little razo dazo. <laughs> so hearing my own voice but you know just beyond that engaging with you guys and honestly out of every other place on the internet I believe that my podcast listeners give me the most vim not on the internet though because obviously like most platforms do let you comment blah 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 but in real life because while I've been away I've had a few encounters with some podcast listeners so quick shout outs Quick shout outs to Toby. It was really nice running into you. Thank you for being a fervent listener of the podcast and always asking when your episodes are coming. I forgot the names of the other people I was going to shout-outs. I can't even lie. I can't even lie. I have to be honest with you. There were two other people, but um, my mind just went out. Ooh. So sorry about that, but y'all know yourselves because it makes me feel like a celebrity outside. Like... I'll just be on my wands, and I'll be hearing, oh, you're toasting? I listen to your podcast, and I'm like, ah, ah, energy. Oh, actually, one other person I want to shout out is Tolu. Tolu, thank you for being a consistent listener of this podcast. You are loved, and you are appreciated, okay? Your episode is here now. You can stop dragging me and hitting me in your hats. Um, anyway, this new season is so special to me because it is coming along with a lot of different things that are new for me in life in general i feel like last time i was on this podcast it was all like almost emotionally downcast vibes right like i had just found out i was there like i had adhd and it was a whole transition you know coming to this realization (sighs) you know everything that came with that there was a lot of emotions and a lot of things that were happening in my life that i couldn't even talk about on the podcast but all in all god is good amen god is good because i'm here i'm here to testify that i'm in a much better place and a lot of the stuff that i've been working on are finally coming to reality so a lot of what i want to be doing on this podcast this episode of the podcast in particular is kind of bringing you guys along for the ride filling you in giving you just where have i been what's been going on what have i been cooking and what is ready to be eaten Anyway, before I get into all of that, let's let's touch on a few things that have happened. Just in the general scheme of things happening in the world, right? So, number one, I hope you've been good. I hope you guys have been well. I hope you've been taking care of yourself, your mental health in particular. You all know I don't play with mental health. You know. You know. So I hope you guys have been doing the needful when it comes to your mental health. Checking in with yourself, right? Like I was literally having the most wholesome conversation today with someone and a lot of what we talked about was just this idea that like, it's so important to constantly checking in yourself, like to really get to that place where you're understanding yourself, the benefits of doing that are so like immense. Like when you just take the time, how am I feeling? How am I performing in life? What do I want out of life? How am I ranking in those things? You know, just checking in, just a little, every, every day, how are you? How are you? Sometimes how are me? how am i you know so i hope you guys are doing that um i hope you're checking checking with yourself and just making sure that you're doing well mentally and listen a lot is going on a lot is going on so if you're not taking care of yourself a lot can go wrong okay speaking of things that are happening i believe many many markets no matter what you're listening to this episode from chances that are where you are the economy is shaking because even in this Canada, the cost of living crisis is thick, is thick, you guys, I went to Loblaws, and I know like, um, some of you are going to roll your eyes, like, this is not even serious, cost of living crisis, I went to Loblaws, but I went to Loblaws, okay, sue me. I went to Loblaws and I was seeing the prices of things. And let's just say I, I was taking a back. I was taking a back. It really puts my mood down. I said, what are we going through? Thankfully, you know, the card could purchase the items. But still, I was looking at the prices and I was like... Because sometimes, yeah, like... Anytime I go into grocery stores physically, I start to think about like when i was consistently because most of the time now i just do instacart but the time when i was consistently grocery shopping was when i was in uni right um mainly because there's no instacart at the time but also because i was in uni so at that time i was always looking for the best deal so i always used to remember prices so that's why when i go to the grocery stores now and i see the prices and i remember what they used to be back then my heart my heart cannot take it my heart cannot take it. So I to the grocery store, I saw the prices down, I, I was just like, oh mom. And then a friend of mine recently rented a place, a one bedroom plus den. Hmm. Not even in downtown Toronto, I won't disclose where this friend of mine lives, but $2,300. Outside of downtown Toronto, for a one bedroom plus den. $2,300 before could get you a two bed, two bath like, I was not understanding what was going on. I wasn't. I really wasn't. I, like, and this was like, basically, she had to like be competitive to get this place. Like, even as you're coming with two grand for a one bedroom, they're still looking at you like, we have other offers on the table. <laughs> Honestly, it's a lot. It's a lot that's going on right now. And then, to top it off, the capitalists of this world are not resting. They are not resting We look at people like Elon Musk. Have you seen what's going on on Twitter? Listen, Twitter used to be that girl. Like, Twitter was literally my app. Like, when I tell you, I used to spend all my time on that app, just having the time of my life. And now, Elon Musk said, pack your bags and get out. Because why is he trying to run this poor app into the ground? Like, Laying off 50% of your staff? Hello? I don't think that's how anybody runs anything. It's honestly just been a shit show. And I think that we're all in just this like limbo waiting to see like what the eventual outcome is going to be. Because obviously Elon is known to be this be this genius and maybe this is part of a big master plan, I doubt. But you know, we're still waiting, we're still seeing. Speaking of recession, inflation and capitalism and layoffs what's going on in tech listen i feel like since i've been off the pod there's just been a lot of material going on in the world like where do we begin tech was the hot spot. okay everybody was trying to get into tech and now everybody that got into tech is getting out of tech because they're chasing them away right imagine this whole time you had them saving, and then all of a sudden in a matter of weeks months you're just finding yourself on the streets On the joblessness streets? Nah, it's harsh. It is harsh. My heart goes out to everyone everyone that has been laid off because that is such a huge, huge lifestyle change. Like, where do you begin, right? Like, standard, obviously, people should have savings and things like that but like different people have different individual circumstances right like there's people that have already gone through big lifestyle changes that have maybe gone through loss or you know maybe just had a child just got married like big things imagine this coming on the like heels of like a big thing in your life where you're just trying to like, recover financially from something and then all of a sudden you've lost your job right like i heard apparently one of the tech that happened there was someone who was on their honeymoon <laughs> hey, hey imagine your honeymoon and then you're getting an email first of all you're not even reading your email so you're, you're you're in the airport or you know just arriving back in the country and you find out that you don't have a job anymore that you went from vacation to jobless like this now nah, that's crazy that's trippy so if you're a listener and you you've lost your job i'm so sorry boo i'm so sorry i'm sorry that has happened to you because that is messed up and it just goes to show how like all these companies even the ones that do all the we are family we are family because a lot of these tech companies will be very big on like you know their internal employee branding and all that kind of stuff but when it comes down to it revenue over everything like that's what we've learned revenue over everything so keep on looking out for yourself would be my advice because it's crazy up in here and you know there's just been a lot going on in general um outside of the tech layoffs outside of Elon being Elon, outside of the recession, but we can't possibly get into everything. I wish we could because honestly, I maybe we'll have dedicated episodes to some things that happen. happened. I don't know. We have a whole season ahead of us. So who knows where this is going to go. Hopefully there's no big, big catastrophic thing that happens because I feel like as a generation, we've taken quite enough. We have taken quite enough. So now let's get into me. What is going on with TOS? All right, so, forever I go, I told you guys I was working on a course, right? I was working on an online course, and you guys have been on this thing with me, like, you've known for almost this whole time, right? Like, where I've just been in terms of hustling to get this course out there. Sorry, guys, I'm emotional. Like, I'm actually emotional. I would try to work through all my emotions, but hustling to get this course out there um wondering if it was going to happen if I was in over my head like just so many emotions because this was the first time I was doing anything well I would say first time I was doing anything like this but first time I was creating an online course right and there's the intellectual like part of it of course development where like creating a course is very different from coaching someone one-on-one, right? Because when you're coaching someone one-on-one, which is a lot of the stuff I've done, you are getting to know them, you're getting to know their challenges, and you're tailoring whatever information that you're giving out based off where the app. But then creating this course meant I had to kind of take several steps back beyond my own personal... Why are my teardrops always acting funny? I'm not going to cry. That's not what i are going to do that's not what this episode is about you know um but yeah like sorry i also just want to give the disclaimer that if you're not watching my video right now you're missing because i look cute okay so I'm, my beauty is distracting me my beauty is distracting me on this video stuff. So this is about to be a problem going forward <laughs> anyway as i was saying um creating a course is very different because you have to take a step back and actually think about like okay who are the different people that are going to take this course what are they going to need right and then when you come up with all the information that you think these people are going to need you then need to strategically think through how you're going to deliver that information at least for me that was important because i didn't just want to create something that like just ticked boxes i was like okay i did my part by like i actually wanted to do something that like people could actually absorb and action because i feel like too many times like there's these courses and resources that exist on the internet and then you get into it and you're just like where do i fit in and all of this and I, I really 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 tried my best to make sure that this would not be the case in my course like i wanted my course to be something that you got into it you could flow on your own and kind of just find your place in all of the content so anyway that all that to say that for me this was quite the journey i can't even lie it was quite the journey and i'm so glad that i'm now in this position so to fill you guys in if you don't have any of the context i am officially an instructor i've launched my website to CIDA.com and you know that's essentially like going to be this space where i'm able to just teach right Um, my main thing is i'm just teaching professional skills professional skills to creative people that's kind of in one line what i'm trying to do and just to take a few steps back because what i I really want to do is who you guys in in terms of what i've kind of done and where i'm going with it but i also just want you guys to understand the journey so far like where i'm coming from with all of this so I don't know, I, I, I feel like I cried in, if I remember correctly, the last episode of the last season, I cried. So I don't know why tears are just forcing, like, the, that's not our MO on this channel. Like I, I said on this channel, on this podcast, like we don't really do tears. I don't know what's going on. We mostly do laughter. Um, but yeah, so <sighs> teaching is always something I've been passionate about, right? So I was always that kid, kid in class that like, I learned stuff pretty quickly, and I I really enjoyed, like, teaching it to other people. And it was one of those things that even, like, when I would get ready for exams and, you know, anything, like, taking the time to teach somebody else, for me, was just a way of learning that material myself, right? Um, So, as far back as I, I can remember, like, I've always been that person that likes transferring information. And then, fast forward to, like, 20... 2017 2017 i started toying with the idea of a youtube channel and i think it wasn't until 2018 that i, I launched my youtube channel. 2018 or 2019 i actually don't remember right now but 2018 2019 i re- launched my youtube channel and the goal was really the same idea funny enough of just teaching creative people because i've always just had this budding for people who create I don't know why um and for me personally at the time I was a graphic designer right and I worked with a lot of graphic designers and I just noticed that there's certain gaps that other designers experience and I would have these many calls with other designers just giving my two cents like how we do certain things and you know just process things like process improvement things and someone I was working with at the time who wasn't a graphic designer but worked with a lot of graphic designers told me hey it's something like you're very different like I don't need to chase you in the same ways I chase other designers I don't need to like you seem to have this understanding right so that was where my mindset is open up that like yo like I actually really like the business of design I like the business of creativity and you know just going on that journey for myself of like trying to monetize my design skills and trying to find clients and deal with clients manage clients mind you i was a teenager like when i really started all these things so for me it was just very like you know insightful that journey on my own so anyway fast forward i started this youtube channel all i'm trying to do is really just teach people right and i'll be honest i I didn't really stick with it i think like where i had this whole life stuff happen I don't know I said life stuff, like I haven't actually talked about it on the podcast, but I lost my dad. And from when I lost my dad, I just like everything just started to peel in comparison, right? Everything started to feel very inconsequential. So like getting back into YouTube after losing my dad was just this very like weird experience. And I just didn't know what I was doing in life in general. just a lot of things that I was dealing with. And I just didn't know how to do YouTube from that point. And Mind you, like at the point where I lost my dad, my YouTube was still an infant YouTube channel. Like I was still like finding my stride and like finding my my rhythm and the kind of content I wanted to create and how I wanted to go about it. But I had started creating educational content, and actually, if you still go on my excuse me on my YouTube channel till date, that content still lives there. And I've told myself that. I'm actually not going to archive or anything. Like it's not necessarily my like proudest moment or anything like that. But I want it to be there. I want people to be able to see it. So I I started my YouTube channel and you know that happened and then lost my dad and just kind of went through this self-finding phase, I would say. Um and then in all of that as well, I then started my nine to five career. And my career was very centered around the business of creativity so uh, you see how like all the dots are kind of just connecting and in pursuing this career I feel like it really pushed out some of the innate things in me some of the innate skills some of the innate intuition like things that i had always known I mean obviously don't get me wrong I've done a lot of learning since I started my full-time career in advertising but then there are just a number of things about me. So I'm just going to rewind. To you. Remember when I was saying that thing about checking in with yourself and understanding yourself? So I feel like at the same time of starting my career, I was also doing a lot of that work of understanding myself and understanding my strengths and my weaknesses. And I was just starting to understand that like, a lot of who I naturally was and the things that were in me were so aligned with this career I was pursuing, right? It was the business of creativity. So everything was just connecting. And then I now go ahead and start this program called All Things Ad, right? Which eventually started to live under the I'm doing Umbrella. But when I when when I when I started All Things Ad, that brought even more things to the forefront, right? And it was this time, like a lot of things were happening around time I started All Things Ad. For those of you who don't have context, All Things Ad was a program designed to bring in... Um, black youth into advertising and it was on the heels of like blm blowing up in 2020 that i started all things ad now at the same time as i was starting all things ad i was also playing a bit of a leadership role on a design team so i was creating a lot of learning opportunities for my team and i was bringing in people to teach sessions and just that idea of like almost structuring a curriculum for them to go through now that we were at home like i was like how do we make the most of this like downtime that we have that we're not churning out work and we're just kind of at home and so that's where that came from i myself also now being in lockdown started going for a lot of sessions and i feel like in all of that like this cocktail of things that was happening all things add these sessions i was facilitating for people attending sessions myself um clubhouse blew up i started to do all these like appearances on clubhouse and instagram lives and all these things and it was like all of that was just igniting something in me that i couldn't ignore like it was like i had like you know something is latent like energy is just latent for some time i don't know the science i don't know how to speak all the science lingo but that's kind of what it felt like it felt like i had been ignoring this thing that was just trying to ignite in me and all of a sudden i wanted to do everything i wanted to do everything i wanted to live out this idea of just pushing people like there was just something in that moment of like I was then working with people one-on-one and some of them were landing jobs and it was just so rewarding so I said you know what like a lot of these things I've been kind of teaching people one-on-one in terms of kickstarting their career I want to codify it I want to make this thing this effort like something that can be duplicated right because it, it is a very time-intensive thing and it was also like just being again the person who understands the business of creativity like how do we make this sustainable how do we make this something that like you know can have a life of its own and even beyond when i'm in the phase where i'm doing these sessions and teaching this kind of material how can this resource still exist so that's where the idea for a course came from and then Late 2020, I start course development, and I think, hey, I'm going to launch in April 2021, which to me was like giving myself ample time. Like I thought, you know, surely in this time, give you a few weeks, I can develop the course content. Mind you, I'm someone who has always done like presentation. I've I've done my fair bit of public speaking. So I just thought it was the same energy, right? Like putting together a presentation, just that, you know, now it's a few different presentations. So I start this course development. And this process is humbling. When I tell you humbling, humbling, it felt like the journey of writing a book. Honestly, if I put my mind to it, I could transform my course contents into a book. I'm talking by the time I got at the end of this journey, like I'll just give you the spoiler. I did the math and it was six hours of material. Do you know what six hours of material is? (laughs) do you know what it means to create six hours of material some people do a keynote presentation and it's 30 minutes do the math so i started just like you know putting words in a google doc right just pouring everything that was in my mind everything i wanted to give to my audience pouring everything out there i thought the thing was going to take one life it was clearly starting to take a different life and it was just like a lot And remember, I had started... Remember how many things I started in the same time? I started All Things Add at the same time. And All Things Add, when I started it, another piece of context, is that this was meant to be a one-time thing. I wasn't even intending on naming it, but this thing insisted on having a life of its own. And it was very clear that it was something I could abandon right away, right? So All Things Add was a thing. Um, And then I was also starting my full-time career, which at the time, like i didn't have a ton of work-life balance right so all these things are picking up and it was just like i didn't i didn't know how because it was a process i'd never gone through before i didn't know how to get to the finish line as a matter of fact, I stopped really understanding what the finish line looked like. I didn't know, like, okay, so if I create this content, like, how do I market it? What do I, like, if I'm going to market it, then that means I need to have, like, a social media presence. Does that fit into my present social media presence? Like, what am I doing? So I that to say that it led me down a path of a lot of self-discovery as, as is the running theme here let me down like a lot of like introspection of what do i want to do what are my goals what what am i really trying to accomplish with this thing where am i like i, I needed to answer all those things for myself and again someone that understands the business side of things i had to have a check in myself and i was like listen whatever you think you're doing right now is not a business it's not it's not you you have to decide are you running a business or not like decide right what are the offerings what is like how does this evolve i started asking myself the questions i would ask my clients right because anytime my clients would I would get clients and they had a product that wasn't yet coherent like i would ask them to define the product like this is people in the service industry now obviously define the product before we do anything else so i had to really dig deep and really really hone in on okay this is what i'm trying to do with this thing this is where this thing is going like a lot of vague ideas here and there but like where are we taking it and then in the process of going through that, the course started to take shape. I started to understand, okay, this is how, like, this is actually, there's bones to this thing, there's structure that's in, like, in it somewhere, you just need to bring it to the surface. This is how you package something in a way that makes sense. I, I got the light bulb moment one day to package it as, like, a six-part strategy, right? Like, you're literally, the, the module of the, sorry, the curriculum of the course is split into, like, six key modules right so the first one is your goal next one is your story then your brand then your docs then your network then your delivery and it was so systemic in the way it would flow through all those things and it finally made sense and i'm like yes someone that's taking this course can understand they can see the journey they know where it's going they know why this is happening they can connect the dots i started to find real life examples analogies just different things that could make this thing really come to life for my end receiver right so it was just really really insightful that process now in all of this another thing that was going on with me was a ton of imposter syndrome and i think i did speak about the imposter syndrome i was dealing with increasing this course because a lot of me was just like why me like who's going to listen to me like do i think i have the clouds or the i don't know like the credibility to even be doing this thing like i was asking myself all these questions but taking my time to really, again, like I've said 10 million times on this podcast, checking with myself, hmm, I came to the conclusion that I said that, yes, it is actually me. It is me that is going to talk about this stuff because I don't be like... I connected, certain, I connected certain dots for myself, like where I understood that, okay, like, one, it makes sense for me to talk about this thing because you've lived through it. Like, I'm not teaching something that I'm pulling out of thin air. I'm teaching something that has been my lived experience that's one then two i was a lot of what i was questioning was is this something that is applicable to other people like the fact that i worked for you doesn't mean it's good to work for anybody else but then i took the first person that i coached one-on-one with this same material like core of this material ran them through it they landed a job next person landed a job and you know essentially a hundred percent success rate so i was like why it wasn't just two people for context it was like quite a few people that i kind of went through this thing with and i'm like so why am i what like what what then is my excuse so in going through this like two years of just giving myself every excuse under the book to not under the sun rather to not do this i ran out of excuses because none of them were adding up anymore (laughs) like none of my excuses were adding up anymore everything was pointing to the fact that like I was the right person to take this on and I needed to do it. And you know when, like I said, like, it was just something that I felt this strong, strong, strong need to pursue. So all that to say that, you know, that's kind of how we got into the completion of the course. Then there was the technical bits of just like creating a website and creating the, uploading the, listen, I just want to say that this thing humbled me. If I didn't already say that, like I've never considered myself someone that wasn't tech savvy, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's certain things in this life that you have to experience for yourself to understand it. That's all I can say because I started building my culture on one platform and initially I thought, okay, because at the time I already had like to say I didn't need a come already existed to be honest. And it was essentially just this landing page of links. So, like all my things just linked there, so I thought, oh, you know, I create my course on a platform, and I just add this as a link to this page. but then, as I started to flesh as I started to flesh out the goals I had in my head, I knew that it wasn't sustainable because the link maybe would last like a little bit of time, but like it wouldn't really get me where I was trying to go, and lots of things that were going to come in the short term after the course we weren't going to have room to live in just this link page the court like it, was, it just wasn't giving and there were lots of limitations in using a course platform to just build a whole website so i was like that's not the one okay let me look into building an actual actual website so i started that and in doing that research i was like you know what like let me actually just migrate my course to these websites right cool this platform i'm using squarespace for anybody that was wondering I started building my Squarespace site. I hear that it has the capabilities to host a course. I'm like, okay, good. We are rolling. This is where we're going to house everything. Everything on that one home. I lied. I was lied to. It just wasn't compatible. Like the video hosting capabilities just weren't giving what they needed to give. And I was very particular about the kind of experience I wanted people to have in this course. So again, this was even very recently when I realized that this wasn't going to work. (laughs) this was very recently when i realized it wasn't going to work because i was really relying on this platform but then in trying to do the final tweaks and just like push things out it was like okay this isn't going to work because you know the content i was trying to upload just wasn't anyway i'm not going to get the thematics of that so that wasn't going to work i'm like okay is it time to go back to my original platform that i was building my course on but i said to do the math of like how much it was going to cost to host another thing i would say is that this whole journey has cost me money 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 that i don't know where i'm I'm good anyway let's not even put anything negative into the end so i was like doing the math of just like the running cost the overhead cost of running this thing remember business and i'm like it is not sustainable to do these things this way i said to do crunch the numbers and i was like yeah like when i consider the service fee and the you know um charge on every other like i was like yeah this math is not mathing it is not even making sense to run both of these platforms so i started doing more research i find another platform mind you both of these platforms i had built out the course structure on each platform so i'd already built out this course twice just keep that in mind so after doing all my research i really tried my best to like make the same squarespace platform work and then i was like i said now that i crunched numbers for the other platform i said crunching the numbers for living putting everything on squarespace and i was like actually 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 this doesn't make any sense the numbers were looking very similar to what i had done on the other platform and i was giving even less so i was like yes that's not going to work or rather no that's not going to work we're going to move this elsewhere so i finally found a platform that met my needs you know it's not like the cost wasn't there but like the value for the cost lined up and i was like you know what this is the one when I tell you I spent two days, I just like, I go, you know, when you just start something in anger. I was like, I built this course out two times, I can build it the third time. So I started powering through. I, this past week or two, I don't even know the data or jumbled in my head. I have put quite a few on it, just trying to get this thing out because something overcame me one day. And this is kind of where I want to wrap up this, how I got here piece. But something overcame me one day, and I was like, this journey has been going on for too long. This journey has been on for too long, and this thing is coming out in a week. Like I decided one day before, it was like it's coming up pretty soon, like in the next few weeks. But I didn't put a concrete date, and it was out of fear because I was like, I had set several dates before now, and I had never been able to meet any of the dates. But this time, I had just done so much work and so much iteration, and so I was like, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not dragging out this process for another month i'm not dragged like this thing is i'm done i'm done so anyway i said i said next week so this was on the 17th i was like on the 24th we are releasing there was no huge plan at the time i just knew like the website wasn't complete the course platform wasn't complete the social media plan wasn't in effect nothing was complete but i said in a week okay so, all night after, and I was just like, We're going to get there. Because at this point, I had already taken my pictures, I had created a lot of content, I had done a lot of pre work, right? So, I was like, It's just a matter of packaging things up. And literally, the only person is me. Like, I started to remove the um, variables and just simplify, simplify. Like, what, like, how do I get to the finish line? So, yeah, that's kind of what happened. I set a date, worked towards it vigorously. And when I tell you that the enemy works hard, believe me because remember how I said one week from now everything goes live so I needed to still record some voiceover content for the course right so all the material was pretty much done this whole time the slides the the intro videos so basically the, the course is a mix of like voiceover against like slides and actual like recorded content that I shot in the studio. So it was just a matter of like laying my voiceover on a number of the things that were going to go on the platform, but I had been too occupied with like just the tech stuff that I hadn't really gotten around to it. So I said, you know what? Like, I have one week. I need to do all these many things, all the tech stuff that has been taking up my time, plus this voiceover stuff, plus finishing it, everything needs to happen. So the minute I so I had, I kind of put off the voiceover because I was like, you know what, like. Let me get through everything really quickly and then I can take my time to do voiceover soon. I have seven days, I'm powering through my seven days. Mind you, in my head, I don't have seven days for the course because if I'm going to launch in seven days, then everything needs to be ready before seven days so that I can, you know, there's just a number of things I've been to these things. So, for quality control, sorry, I don't know why I was very big about that, but yeah, for quality control, I felt like I needed a few days before every, I was going to announce it to the world, right so it's time for me to start my voiceover. tell me why all of a sudden my voice that has been safe and sound uh, loud and proud is now shaking i was like huh i'm telling you my voice started to get a little bit frisky with me my throat was hurting out of nowhere my head started to ache i was like I don't understand. Why is it when I'm trying to do my voice over? And like, at that point, I was now like, okay, do I just listen to my body? Do I like, you know, like there's nothing forcing me to release on the 24th. Like, do I move it to the next week? And I said, to see do not be ignorant of the devices of the enemy. Arise, arise. And so, you know, I kind of just like decided that no, that wasn't going to stop me. had a goal in mind and I was going to get to that goal and that we did shout out Jesus so yeah that's kind of where we are now so in terms of what is coming I'm doing my happy dance because I'm excited (laughs) um the podcast is a big piece of everything that's going to be going on because I just feel like the podcast kind of grounds everything else that I do because I Kind of talk about all things here, right? Like, so the podcast is definitely going to be a big thing. You're going to be seeing a little bit more structure, right, in terms of the podcast because it's just the only way I'll be able to, you know, run this in tandem with everything else. Um, like I said, the gist of it is, you know, teaching creative people professional skills. So, don't get me wrong, it's not that the podcast is now going to become this educational segment per se. But there will be, like, a few educational moments here and there. The big thing, like, the theme that has always been the case on this podcast is my own adulting diaries and these very honest, um, pretty much intimate conversations with my guests. And that's still what it's going to be. It's just that, like, in terms of the angles that we're going to be exploring these conversations with our guests, you know, you might notice, like, a few changes just to be more, like, on the nose. I mean, with every guest that we've brought... To be very honest, there's always been an angle. There's always been, you know, like, for instance, like, with um, Tanto, it was living with disability, right? With um, Renny, it was how she kind of found that financial know-how. With Salem, it was how he started conquering Instagram. So, it's really that same idea, if I'm being honest. Like, that's kind of going to continue to be the theme. It's just that I'm kind of now being more intentional about how I go about choosing who comes on and how... kind of structured the conversation right so pretty much more or less the same stuff but as you can see it now comes with video so we'll be doing these video sessions with my guests as well and then you know we also are now on youtube like i said so the videos will live on youtube as well so that increases the reach and then some of these contents from the podcast will now be on social media i don't know if any of you ever noticed but i actually almost never promoted my podcast like i would tweet that a new episode was out i would post on my instagram stories but i never really took snippets from the podcast and posted anywhere like hardly ever like probably once i did but you know the goal is to start doing more of that but you know that's kind of the immediate things that concern you if you're just a podcast listener in the whole ecosystem of toast you know this First course I worked on is called New Guide to New Hire, and it's my first offering. I'm really excited about it. I'm going to just keep pushing it for the time being. But my next offering is already in the works. Yes, we stand a queen that is (laughs) hardworking. So my next offering is already in the works, and it is a um, networking course. So it's going to be like a real deep dive into just like how networking works and how to you know build in like just all things networking whereas we're really going to get into it i'm still developing the course the goal is for it to be out early next year by the grace of god so q1 q2 watch out for that um and you know some other things you know that i'm I'm still thinking of i'm not going to talk about them just yet let's get through the next one these things do take quite a bit of time to develop so let's not get ahead of ourselves so that's kind of the paid offerings piece of it. I'm now opening up myself to public speaking. That's a big one, a big one that I'm so passionate about speaking. I love speaking. Clearly I do because I spend all this time talking to you guys on podcast and I've done a bit of speaking here and there, but I, I'm trying to be more intentional about it. Like I said, so that's part of why the website is a thing. To um, so just give myself a professional presence. On the internet. Do you, you get what I mean? A bit of a professional. Um, je ne sais quoi. So I've done all the headshots, all those kind of things to polish myself and package myself. I'll also be doing a bit of event hosting. Again, with the podcast energy, you can understand where that is coming from. So I'm really looking to start hosting corporate events, conferences, panel discussions, that type of thing. Okay? So yeah, those are the paid services down the line i'm going to open up for one-on-one coaching so right now i'm actually not open for one-on-one coaching like i used to be mainly because i believe in pacing yourself remember business business so you know for me i'm just like there's so much new thing newness and new stuff that i'm committing myself to i don't want to overwhelm myself and I want to make sure that when I do open up a one-on-one coaching, I'm able and available to give myself to these people that are going to be booking sessions with me. So I'm just not rushing to put that opening out there. Like I said, I have a course out now that I'm encouraging people to sign up for. But down the line, one-on-one coaching might become a thing again. Now, social media can catch me everywhere. Like I said, we're doing YouTube, but we're also going to be doing... Instagram at learn with toast. So, some podcast snippets will live on social media, like I said earlier. But then, you know, just general educational content, like free content, because, you know, as much as the paid stuff is important, it's important to give out some free nuggets here and there. So, i are going to be doing that. So, we would be having more fun with the content over on TikTok at learn with toast as well. There's a Twitter at learn with toast, but with everything that's going on on Twitter right now, I'm not really putting my eggs in the basket um so i'll be trying to grow those two accounts i'm really just you know leaning into that content creation if anything more material comes out of the content creation the content creation bag i'm not going to reject it you know my priority with social media right now is just building community and sharing resources and you know all the free stuff but i'm telling people now if the page grows and they want to give me money i'm going to collect it the podcast if the podcast should grow much and they want to give me money i'm going to collect it i've told you now don't be surprised if you come on the podcast and i say hi guys welcome to another episode of talk to me toes a big shout out to adobe for sponsoring this episode accept it accept it accept it because i've told you now i've given you the prelude okay I don't really. It's not like a huge, huge goal. It's not like I'm. Well, let me not say it's not a huge goal, but it's not an immediate goal for me. Sponsorship, but if it comes, I will embrace it with very open arms. Um, and that's pretty much it. And then at some point, you know, it is a thought to do a little bit of blogging, not hardcore blogging like all these other bloggers that you see. <laughs> I love to manage expectations. If I'm blogging. If you followed me on Instagram for a while, you know I love my captions, so it's kind of that energy that I'd be giving you if I were to do like the blog. Um, just keep kind of giving those captions a place to live, pretty much, but obviously more fleshed out. I, you know, not too labor intensive just yet. Um, occasionally I might get inspired to do a really, really think, PC blog, and we'll do that if it comes, but don't get it twisted. I'm not about to become a woodsmith. That's not what we're here for. We're trying to keep this thing sustainable so that I don't disappear. Y'all know. Y'all know if you leave me to my devices, I'm going to disappear from the internet for six months and not see anything. So, we're trying to keep it, you know, sustainable, right? Like, it's obviously a challenge to even do any of these things. To do all of them in tandem. So, you know, taking one piece at a time. And that's pretty much what I have in stock, I think. Uh, So, you know... If you have anybody that can benefit from this kind of material, make sure to share my pages with them. Tell them to give me a follow at Learn With Toast. Okay? Because that's where the content is going to be. It's about to be a alliteration. Sorry, I thought, you know, I should take a moment to talk about the pictures. Her, <laughs> you guys know I love me in vain moments. You know, you know. Because when the Lord blesses you with jeans that pop, the way my jeans be popping, you've got to glorify you got to glorify you got to glorify and how do you glorify you document you capture the beauty and you share it. you capture the beauty and you share you don't you know you don't hard beauty that's not how god intended for beauty to be to be to be uh managed you capture it and you share it so guys shout out big big shout out to fifographer because he completely understood the assignments like i have to be honest with you like i reached out to people i communicated my vision and immediately like he he got where i was going with this thing but obviously at the same time like i trusted him but you have to kind of manage your expectations like if you didn't fully fully get it right away like i would have said you know i would have understood because the pictures would have been good quality anyway like i knew that one for sure going in but the way my vision came to life like for somebody to take cut when i posted the first picture like like the first or the first i posted a reel and i made the cover like a picture from the shoots and i saw it against my feed and it made me so happy because it literally is my vibe like let me tell you when i was when i talk about like my branding i was so intentional about the general excuse me you guys please cheers take a little sip of water for the people that are watching me video you can see that i have branded branded mug i didn't make it custom but it still has my tea on it so you know there's that anyway so it was just so like amazing to see the pictures come out and just capture everything like the essence of ah no i love those images so much like i can't even like beyond like genuinely like i make all the banter about like a vain moment but from just that branding perspective right like that <sighs> cohesive brand moment you know i i got my start in branding right like that's really what's kind of pushed me to the forefront in terms of the creative scene so i love a good brand moment and i just feel like right now my brand is doing what it needs to do like People did the damn thing with those pictures. Like I just have to be honest. And the studio that I shot at, I carry I go market. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know if I recommend that studio. Well, one, I don't want your pictures to be like my picture. So, you know, if you are going to go to the studio, go to it with sense. Don't go and copy my picture word for word. That's number one. But then also the, the studio actually didn't have air conditioning. I don't know how I feel about actually I know how I feel about that and it's not positive. It's not positive, like we had to have fans like it was just very hot, I was sweating a lot. I'm very grateful that the pictures did come out still, and they weren't sweat patches on my clothes, but like listen, when I tell you it was it was it was giving it was giving sweat, it was giving sweat it was not cute at all it was kind of stuffy it was it was a lot it was a lot maybe if you' are shooting in winter, it might be better, but I shot in the thick of summer literally the first week in August and it was boiling literally. So I don't know if I recommend it for that reason. But in terms of aesthetics, <laughs> ciao, many, many vignettes. Like there were many sections of the studio that were just giving what they needed to give. It was exactly what I wanted from a visual perspective. And my team, my glam team, if you're watching me right now on video, you might be wondering, "Tosting, your bob is bobbing. Shout out Lace by Motti. She made the wig I'm wearing right now and she styled my wig for... That shoot as well did a nice color job on my wig, gave me nice layer. The whole styling of the whole thing was just giving chefs. That was a very horrible kiss, but chefs kiss. And then my glam, my face beats Olara glam. She did what she needed to do. She did what she needed to do. My face, my face was speaking. It was it was giving right when I look back at those pictures. I'm just like, if only I could look like that every day because. No, everybody came through and then my friends Tanto and Ekene and Kumi came through as well Kumi was assisting like with styling so I like kind of picked my outfits and chatted with her about the outfit I wanted to wear she came on set she was really giving me premium treatment helping me to steam helping to be in between shots, hold the shots. I arranged my necklace arrange my blazer arrange she was really giving so she's so detailed so meticulous it was also having her Ekene and Tanto just at the best energy so blessed so blessed so blessed they came through they did the bts content for me they gave me ginger when i needed it and it was a really good time so seeing those pictures come out seeing them on the websites, ah a good time if you haven't already checked out the website make sure you do make sure you do that website is beautiful like i put it let me tell you i was telling my friends yesterday that this course nobody can even tell me anything because i put my back my knee my ankle, my shoulder and my spinal cord into that course. I <clears throat> I put my elbow and I turned it like I'm a mala. Like I really, really <laughs> I'm telling you I used two years to write a course. Just know that for someone like me to use two years to write a course. The course is good. The course is good. And the website is beautiful. If I do say so myself. Did I do it myself? Yes. Yes, I did. But I did a good job. I mean, I have a background as a designer, so I didn't expect less. But the web part of it is not my 40, but I still came through. Right? That that, that website is beautiful. Nobody can even, if everybody if after I posted it, nobody was excited, people were even hitting, people were saying rubbish in the comments, I don't even think it's that gotten to me because me with my blessed eyes, I saw that website and I knew it was good. Okay? Anyway, thank you guys so much for spending this time with me. It's always amazing getting to catch up. I'm just so so excited. Excited, excited about what the future holds. There's one last thing I didn't talk about. And I think I should. I think I should. Ooh. This podcast is loaded. This episode is loaded. You can see that I really came back and I came back with energy so if you follow me anywhere on the internet chances are that you are aware that I've been a huge part of I'm doing it I'm doing it in an organization that um, focused on advancing black excellence a huge piece of that was is career so black excellence in career i happen to have been note the tense have been the director of career development as i'm doing it but i made a very big decision to take a step back because again all these things i was just talking about like it was just time for me to kind of focus on you know my more of my personal stuff i've been very Worry of how some people will receive that, but you know, it's kind of like my life. So I do get to make this choice. But you know, it's it's a very big choice. I'm doing it has been a huge piece of my life for like three years now, almost. Um, well mostly all things are and then you know, kind of transition into doing a larger role at I'm doing it and it's honestly just been amazing. Like I got, I'm going to give her her flowers. I give her, her flowers every opportunity I get. But Dami is a phenomenal leader. She is someone who is so ruthless with execution. Dami is the founder of I'm doing it. She's such a, I will give you the space to shine type of person that some people even thought I'm doing it was my own thing. Um, No, it wasn't, isn't dami eluera is the found of i'm doing it and she was just so gracious to give my brainchild all things at a home because you know i kind of wanted to keep doing it but i didn't necessarily want to go through the hassle of registering something that i didn't know it was just like a lot that i didn't want to start getting into so you know we came to this agreement to bring all things add under I'm doing it and it was just a beautiful beautiful working relationship she's someone who is so genuinely concerned about the community so I feel like that just made that working relationship so easy because it was like every conversation we would have the grounding thing was what does this do for the community like what is the end result how does this ladder up to our goals and it was just so separate from self like it was the most selfless endeavor right where we were just always focused on, like, the what was best for the people we were serving. And, you know, to just do all that kind of volunteer work was just such a blessing. And I learned so much working with them. I mean, Honestly, the whole I'm Doing It team, like, everyone I ever worked with, those that left, those that are still there, like, everyone that was ever a part of I'm Doing It just brought a certain type of energy that was so inspiring. Like, I learned so much from the people I worked with. There's Aura timmy ayomide who are still the present team kenny who's the most recent person that left before i did and phenomenal phenomenal people like and then the partners that i got to work with like the organizations we partnered with there was just so much spirit and so much energy to really uplift the black community and it was it was really a blessing like i won't say they weren't challenges there were definitely challenges but you know to get to grow and push in that kind of environment was such a gift and it was a hard decision to make but I knew that I needed to do the things that I'm now talking about doing and pushing myself to do and I just want to take this moment to just say thank you I said thank you so many times (sighs) so so blessed so so blessed that I've had that opportunity to serve in that capacity and you know, it just really was very defining for me um, to get to do that work. And to everyone that just kind of passed the program while I was there, like to just see the impact as well of the work, it's quite inspiring. And I will eternally be grateful for the opportunity, the platform, everything that came with that part of my journey. I don't think it's like a full-on goodbye. I told Dami as well, like she can't really get rid of me because our paths just continue to cross. When I was running the Toastbox, I had a working relationship with Dami. In more volunteer stuff, I've had a working relationship with Dami. Now getting into I you know I work together and I'm doing it was again so I, I just know it's not the end of the road. But yeah, that's just information I wanted to share. I updated my LinkedIn, like, to see that, like, I didn't, like, put an announcement out on LinkedIn. I had to reach out, obviously, to the people that I had been working with directly. And then I'm doing capacity to inform them one-on-one. <laughs> but I I kind of decided to hold on putting any kind of statement on LinkedIn. I don't even know if that's necessary. Um, but I did want to address it somewhere that this had happened and yeah, I, I really, please go support I'm doing it. If you listen to this, if you just want to give me one gift, I know I, know I already asked you to follow Len with us, follow Len with us, but also go follow I'm doing it because, you know, I have so much written I'm doing it as an organization and Dami's Vision. And I just really am just rooting from the sidelines, even though I'm not an active part anymore. Yeah. So, I wanted to address that and, you know, really just note that there was no, like, zero bad blood. Um, tons and tons of support in me just taking on my next phase. And that's something that I, I just really appreciate because, yeah. So, now I can close the podcast because that was the last thing I wanted to talk about too. Thank you so much for spending this hour with me. If you listen to the end, I love you so much. Stay tuned for the rest of the season. Have a great, great rest of your day. And it feels amazing to be back. All right. Bye.